That which is the fundamental truth, the substantial reality, is beyond true naming. But the wise men call it the All, the Kibalion. Greetings mortals, and a capital day to you all. I'm your host Simon, welcome back to the Library of Gnosis. There have been many mystery schools throughout the ages. For instance, Rosicrucianism. In his work, Silentium Pulse Clamores, the Rosicrucian Michael Meyer described Rosicrucianism as having arisen from a quote-unquote primordial tradition in the following statement. Quote, Our origins are Egyptian, Brahmanic, derived from the mysteries of Eleusis and Samothrace, the Magi of Persia, the Pythagoreans and the Arabs. End quote. By promising a spiritual transformation at a time of great turmoil, the manifestos influenced many figures to seek esoteric knowledge. According to the historian David Stevenson, it was influential on Freemasonry as it was emerging in Scotland. In Freemasonry, they sometimes referred to God as the GOAT, which is short for the God of all things. This is very much an hermetic idea. This is what we will be examining today. The All, also called the One, the Absolute, the Great One, the Creator, the Supreme Mind, the Supreme Good, the Father, and the Soul Mother. It is the Hermetic, pantheistic, pantheistic, or panentheistic view of God, which is that everything that is, or at least can be experienced, collectively makes up the All. One Hermetic maxim states, quote, While All is in the All, it is equally true that the All is in All. End quote. The All can be seen to be androgynous, possessing both masculine and feminine qualities in equal part. However, peculiar to the Hermetic view of divinity is that it is both the All and the creator of the All. All created things pre-exist in God, and God is the nature of the cosmos, being both the substance from which it proceeds and the governing principle which orders it. Yet the things themselves and the cosmos were all created by God, thus God, the All, creates itself. It is both transcendent as the creator of the cosmos and immanent as the created cosmos. According to the Kabbalion, the All is a bit more complicated than simply being the sum total of the universe. Rather than the All simply being the physical universe, it is more correct to say that everything in the universe is within the mind of the All, since the All can be looked at as mind itself. In effect, the universe is partially existent on the mental plane, and we may in fact all be parts of the All's psychological makeup, representing parts of the All in its dream or meditation. The three initiates strongly caution that we restrain from simply declaring I am God, for oversimplification purposes. Though you are part of the all, you are but one small piece of that puzzle. You cannot be equated with God any more than your toenail can be equated with you. You have the potential for perfection and to rejoin God, 
but you are not the totality of God. However, stating God is me, I, us is a more accurate statement. The all's mind can be seen as infinitely more powerful and vast than any of us could hope to achieve. Therefore, it may be capable of keeping track of each and every particle across the expanse of the universe, as well as maintain symbolism that applies to many lesser entities such as that seen in astrology and numerology. Plato's philosophy asserts that there are two realms, the physical realm and the spiritual realm. The physical realm is the material stuff we see and interact with on a daily basis. This physical realm is changing and imperfect, as we know all too well. The spiritual realm, however, exists beyond the physical realm. Plato calls this spiritual realm the realm of forms, also called the realm of ideas or realm of ideals. In Hinduism, Brahman connotes the highest universal principle, the ultimate reality in the universe. In major schools of Hindu philosophy, it is the material, efficient, formal and final cause of all that exists. It is pervasive, infinite, eternal truth, consciousness and bliss, which does not change, yet is the cause of all changes. Brahman, as a metaphysical concept, refers to the single binding unity behind the diversity in all that exists in the universe. Brahman is a Vedic Sanskrit word. It is conceptualized in Hinduism, states Paul Dusan, as the creative principle which lies realized in the whole world. The Vedas conceptualize Brahman as the cosmic principle. In the Upanishads, it has been variously described as Sat Sit Anada, Truth Consciousness Bliss, and as the unchanging, permanent, highest reality. Plato's theory of forms asserts that the physical realm is only a shadow or image of the true reality of the realms of forms. So what are these forms according to Plato? The forms are abstract, perfect, unchanging concepts or ideals that transcend time and space. They exist in the realm of forms. Even though the forms are abstract, it does not mean they are not real. In fact, the forms are more real than any individual physical object. So concepts like redness, roundness, beauty, justice or goodness are forms. Individual objects like a red book, a round ball, a beautiful girl, a just action or a good person reside in the physical realm and are simply different examples of the forms. Plato spoke of an astral plane of perfect forms. Time is the moving image of eternity. Everything is advancing towards the perfect state, nirvana. Akin to a flower growing towards the sun, every creation is reaching for its ideal form, the perfect state. The perfect form is that which is eternal, that which is wholly complete, that which has attained its purpose, its end state. The word perfection derives from the Latin perfectio and perfect, from perfectius. These expressions in turn come from perficio, to finish, to bring to an end. Perfection thus literally means a finishing and a perfect 
finished. The oldest definition of perfection, fairly precise and distinguishing the shades of the concept, goes back to Aristotle. In book Delta of the Metaphysics, he distinguishes three meanings of the term, or rather three shades of one meaning, but in any case, three different concepts, that is perfect. Quote, one, which is complete, which contains all the requisite parts. Two, which is so good that nothing of the kind could be better. Three, which has attained its purpose. End quote. As we live in a fractal universe, perfection is an infinite journey, yet it is also an imminent experience and reality. Every moment is perfect at being that moment. Many believe that the ancient Egyptian faith was polytheistic. While there are many lesser divinities in the Egyptian pantheon, they all emanate from the one god they call Atom. An alternative account of the fall of man, preserved in Isis the prophetess to her son Horus, is as follows. Quote, god, having created the universe, then created the divisions, the worlds, and the various gods and goddesses, whom he appointed to certain parts of the universe. He then took a mysterious transparent substance, out of which he created human souls. He appointed the souls to the astral region, which is just above the physical region. He then assigned the souls to create life on earth. He handed over some of his created substance to the souls and commanded them to contribute to his creation. The souls then used the substance to create the various animals and forms of physical life. Soon after, the souls began to overstep their boundaries. They succumbed to pride and desired to be equal to the highest gods. God was displeased and called upon Hermes to create physical bodies that would imprison the souls as punishment for them. Hermes created human bodies on earth and God then told the souls of their punishment. God decreed that suffering would await them in the physical world, but he promised them that if their actions on earth were worthy of their divine origin, their condition would improve and they would eventually return to the heavenly world. If it did not improve, he would condemn them to repeated reincarnation upon earth." End quote. Now, this is one perspective, and it does sound awfully Gnostic to me, rather than Hermetic, but nonetheless, it does describe the monotheism of Egyptian mythology. Atom is one of the most important and frequently mentioned deities from earliest times, as evidenced by his prominence in the pyramid texts, where he is portrayed as both a creator and a father of the king. Several writings contradict how Atom was brought into existence. Some state that Atom was created by himself by saying his name, while others argue he came out of a blue lotus flower or an egg. Atom's name is thought to be derived from the verb tum, which means to complete or to finish. Thus, he has been interpreted as being, quote, the complete one and also the finisher of the world, which he returns to watery chaos at the end of the creative cycle. 
Sometimes he is also shown as a serpent, the form he returns to at the end of the creative cycle. As creator he was seen as the underlying substance of the world, the deities and universe being made of his flesh or Ka. In the Heliopolitan creation myth, Adam was considered to be the first god, having created himself sitting on a mound, Ben-Ben, or identified with the mound itself, from the primordial waters, Nu. Early myths state that Atom created the god Shu and the goddess Tefnut by spitting them out of his mouth. One text debates that Adam did not create Shu and Tefnu by spitting them out of his mouth by means of saliva and semen, but rather by Atom's lips. Another writing describes Shu and Tefnut being birthed by Adam's hand. The same writing states that Adam's hand is the title of the god's wife based on her Helipolitan beginning. Other myths state Atom created by masturbation with the hand he used in this act representing the female principle inherent within him. Yet other interpretations state that he has made union with his shadow. Plato describes in one text the Demiurge, and the Demiurge is described as having been created by God's self-reflection, by observing himself, his own shadow, the world came into being. In the Old Kingdom, the Egyptians believed that Adam lifted the dead king's soul from his pyramid to the starry heavens. He was also a solar deity, associated with the primary sun god Ra. Atom was linked specifically with the evening sun, while Ra or the closely linked god Kephir were connected with the sun at morning and midday. In the Book of the Dead, which was still current in the Greco-Roman period, the sun god Atom is said to have ascended from chaos waters with the appearance of a snake, the animal renewing itself every morning. Adam is the god of pre-existence and post-existence. In the binary solar cycle, the serpentine Atom is contrasted with the scarab-headed god Kephir, the young sun god, whose name is derived from the Egyptian Hifr to come into existence. Kefir Atom encompassed sunrise and sunset, thus reflecting the entire cycle of morning and evening. Adam was a self-created deity, the first being to emerge from the darkness and endless watery abyss that existed before creation. A product of the energy and matter contained in this chaos, he created his children, the first deities, out of loneliness. He produced from his own sneeze, or in some accounts, semen, Shu, the god of air, and Tafnut, the goddess of moisture. The brother and sister, curious about the primeval waters that surrounded them, went to explore the waters and disappeared into the darkness. Unable to bear his loss, Adam sent a fiery messenger, the Eye of Ra, to find his children. The tears of joy he shed upon the return were the first human beings. I hope you learned something about Hermeticism and the Egyptian faith. Let me know what you think in the comments below. Thanks for listening.
See you next time, mortal. Remember to hit that bell button to stay notified. Subscribe for more Red Pill content. Do give it a like if you enjoyed it, and feel free to share it. If you want to support my work, you can find me on Patreon at Library of Gnosis. You can find me on YouTube, Facebook, and BitChute at Library of Gnosis. The audio versions of my broadcasts are available on Spotify as a podcast at Library of Gnosis. Music is produced by Coda.